Hello, SFFYA listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington. I'm recording on February 23rd. And today I'm giving some more recommendations for listener questions. Um, But before we get into those questions, let me remind you, somehow we are almost all the way through February, which means we're in month two of the Read Harder Challenge. 2024 is the 10th year of the challenge and we have some extra special stuff this year. So there's the Read Harder newsletter. You can sign up for it to get recommendations for every challenge task. Um, And if you become a paid subscriber, you get even more recommendations. Plus there's a community section in the comments. You can chat with other like-minded readers. It's a nice cozy corner of the internet. Go to bookriot.com slash read harder to sign up and get all the details. Again, that's bookriot.com slash read harder. All right, first let's hear from a sponsor and then we will get into our recommendations. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I lied. Before I get into my recommendations for listeners, I just wanted to update y'all. I did reread The Machineries of Empire trilogy by Yoon Ha Lee, uh, Nine Fox Gambit, um, Raven Stratagem, and Revenant Gun. And it's even better than I remember it being, which is saying something because I remember it being pretty amazing. Um, and it lived up to my memory, which is so lovely. Uh, so now I have to read the short stories that are collected that come after the trilogy. And I'm really excited about that. But this is just to say that if you're waiting to hear how that was going, that's my report. Okay, back to listener questions. Our first one is from Jennifer K, who says... I love both science fiction and fantasy, but my 10-year-old daughter does not. She prefers realistic fiction, but does love The Last Quintista by Donna Barbara Higuera, and also is enjoying her new book, Al Barijes. She also loves the graphic novel Snapdragon by Cat Lay. Can you recommend any similar middle-grade SFF for us to read together? Jennifer, in fact, I can. The Rick Riordan Presents line is like perfect for y'all, I think. Um, I specifically was thinking of Stormrunner by J.C. Cervantes, which uh, since you have kind of like a, you know, Latine Hispanic theme going, um, why not lean into that? And I loved the Stormrunner. It's about a boy in New Mexico who has a physical disability 
And he's in middle school and he feels very, you know, alone. Um, It's just him and his dog. Uh, But then he realizes that there is a connection uh, in his family to the Mayan gods. And he suddenly is on a big adventure. And it is... I want to say less dark than um, Alberijes, maybe. Well, I don't know about Alberijes specifically, but anyway, it's um, it's it's fun. It's it's very fun, but also has like real action and um, so many great characters and so much cool mythology and folklore and magic and all of that jazz. Um, and the whole Rick Riordan presents line, there's some that are more science fiction, there are some that are more fantasy, um, and they are all just like a blast, honestly, to read. So I feel like there's got to be something in there um, that you both would like. I'm going to leave a link to the full line in the show notes. So that's my recommendation for you. Like, go nuts. Have fun. Go to the library. Get as many of you can and see which authors uh, your kid enjoys the most. All right. Our next question is a little bit of a two-parter from Lisa P., who sent in requests for both sci-fi and fantasy. And I decided, you know, why not? Let's go for it. (laughs) So I'm going to read these in two chunks. Um, So the first part of Lisa's question is, I really loved Le Guin's The Dispossessed and The Left Hand of Darkness. I recently read Ammonite by Nicola Griffith and really liked it. These books intersect in the somewhat academic approach of the main character when encountering species slash cultures other than their own when exploring new worlds. I didn't realize how much I missed the sociological, anthropological approach to thinking about what it would be like to meet other beings out there until I read Ammonite. All of these books are older. The newest came out in 1992. Are there any more modern sci-fi that take this approach? There are. And the first person I thought of is Karen Lord, who is amazing. Um, The most recent book, uh, The The Blue Beautiful World, it is kind of a tongue twister, um, is the one I'm recommending, even though I'm kind of out of order here, because technically it's like... There's a connected mm, sort of series of these, um, and it's the third one. But you, I mean, they're sort of loosely connected. So if you are a stickler for going in order, then you want to read The Best of All Possible Worlds first. Um, But if you just want to dive in The Blue Beautiful World, uh, which is, again, technically number three, um, I think Lord really channels this voice in this series. It has a little bit of that, like, you know, academic distance, but also the very real intensity of connecting with people who are very different um, from you. And the reason I'm recommending you start with the third one, like a weirdo, uh, is that it specifically deals with a first contact situation between um, two different you know, be orders of beings, shall we say it's it's on Earth. Um, and I love the way that it approaches. This is not it really isn't like much else that I've read in the same way that the books you mentioned are not like much else um, that doesn't already have that DNA. So, yeah, Karen Lord's great. Um, and you can read these, you know, read them in the right order, read them in the wrong order, whatever. Read them. <laughs> I love Karen Lord. Uh, okay, so yes, that was your sci-fi pick. 
And then Lisa continues, I read a lot of high fantasy and was really struck by how different and grand the Burning Kingdom series by Tasha Sori is in the very female slash feminist approach to dealing with big political war stuff. While I'm waiting for the third book to come out, can you recommend any high fantasy that approaches specifically politics and warring peoples from a purely female perspective? Um, two things here. The first is that what you want is The Unbroken by C.L. Clark, which is uh, similar to the Tasha Suri books, which I love. A lot of morally gray characters doing mm, like things that you're like, yeah, I see it, but also, oh, geez, is there not a better way? Um, and specifically, there's a very hashtag complicated relationship between Luca, who is, you know, in power, um, and Terrain, who is one of her soldiers. Um, and the way those two, you know, sort of orbit and interact around each other is like, whew, uh, it's, you get a lot of feelings about it. Um, and it has, I mean, really, truly, this is this is the droid you're looking for. Like, this is, this is it. This is what you want. Um, it is also a series. And uh, I just yeah dive in um but i also want to mention you know the thing that i think that you're experiencing here and you phrased it as a female perspective but what you're maybe what you're actually feeling is like marginalized perspective um which you know the unbroken does as well um there's some great intersections of ethnicity class and power and uh you know all of that stuff um but i also think you would really love she who became the sun by Shelley Parker Chan, um, which has two folks who are in the margins of identity, acceptable, quote unquote, acceptable in their world um, identities. And uh, there's some there's a lot of really fascinating Hmm. Look at gender dynamics and politics and war, which is, you know, again, like what the Burning Kingdom series does so well, what C.L. Clark is doing so well, um, and Shelley Parker Chan is doing it really well, too. And I highly recommend um, the Radiant Emperor duology. The first one, that, like I've been saying, is She Who Became the Sun. Um, it is, I don't want to tell you anything about it. I just want you to read it. <laughs> but the vibes, the vibes are there. Like if you love Tasha Suri vibes, like you're going to love this, I think, too. Um, and also because you love academic-y kind of insertions, um, there's so much research because it is based on a historical time period in China. Um, it, there's so much research that went into this book and you can feel it um, in a way that really adds to the story, I think. So those are my picks for you, Lisa. Um, also, Lisa gave feedback uh, for the person looking for John Scalzi-like books, which I also love. The closest I've come to the tone of his funnier novels is We Are Legion, We Are Bob by Dennis E. Taylor. I only read the first book in the series, but it was very funny and really takes off from current technologies directly in a way a lot of Scalzi does. Thank you, Lisa and Jennifer, for writing in. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to Caitlin Brame, the sound editor who makes us sound great each and every episode. Um, if you would like to email in, you can do that, sff, yeah, at bookriot.com. Uh, you can review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. You can leave a review. helps other people to find us. Um, and then speaking of finding us in between shows, you can find me on Litsy, that's L-I-T-S-Y, as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L. I'm also on Tumblr as Jen IRL, and I'm on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And we will talk to you again soon. Bye.